Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Feet for Service podcast, Dr. Sonny Spira. Our guest tonight is Rob Goschel from Prexion. Prexion is a manufacturer, distributor, and a support software, everything for only one product. That's CT, CBCT technology. And they do it and they do it well. And they have a 10-year warranty. There's going to be a special offer for all the fee-for-service dentist podcast listeners. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. Today's podcast, as always, is brought to you by Kettenbach Dental. Imagine one product for every cementation protocol. Now available. It's called Vesalis Semcore. It's compatible with all substrates and all restorative designs. Its unique technology permanently bonds materials using a dual curing phase transfer catalyst. It also is a easy peel cleanup, saving time and stress when removing excess cement. So look them up, give them a call today. Kettenbach, 877-532-2123 or hit them up on the web. Kettenbach, K-E-T-T-E-N-B-A-C-H dash D-E-N-T dot U-S. Talk to Dan. Tell him I sent you. So sit back, listen, enjoy. It's going to be a great episode. Prexion. Rob Goschel. Great product, and there's going to be a great offer. Stay tuned. Listen up. Enjoy. My name is Drew Burns, and I'm a part of a small group of dentists who believe something crazy. We believe that the standard of care is just not good enough. We demand the best of ourselves and the best for our patients. We believe that the best way, no, the only way to practice dentistry is on our own terms. If you ask the dental consultants or the corporate CEOs, they tell you that what we're doing isn't smart, that fee-for-service dentistry is dead, and that the golden age of dentistry is over. Yet, while others focus on profits first, we focus on the patient first. And yet our offices are some of the most profitable in the entire country because we invest in ourselves and we are doing things right. It's our name on the door and it's our reputation on the line. My name is Drew Burns and I am a fee-for-service dentist. This is the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast and these are our stories. Welcome to the Fee-for-Service Podcast. Dr. Sonny Spirit, we got a special guest with us today. Can't wait to get talking to him. We've did a we've had a couple of conversations. He is from Prexion, which is a fabulous maker and manufacturer of CVCT technology, among other things. His name is Rob Gushel. Did I pronounce it right? It's actually Goshel. It's okay. Goshel. Yeah. God, I was close. I just like to say it rhymes with social. So simple well, way so to simple I, way to remember. I hope we do better with the podcast than I do with pronunciation. So, so, and we're going to have a special, uh, a special uh, deal for our people in the fee for service dentist podcast land that listening. So you get something for your trouble. So if you're looking at or have an interest in 
the digital CBCT 3D technology that you're going to want to listen to the episode and write the stuff down. But today's episode, we are going to call it, it's going to be titled Using Three-Dimensional 3D CBCT Imaging to Enhance the Diagnostics of Your Practice and Your Revenue of Your Practice. So first and foremost, let's welcome Rob Goschel. Rob, how are you doing today, man? I'm great. Thanks, Barry. Good to, good to talk to you and good to be on. Thank you. Good to have you. Tell me your background. How did you get into Prexion? What what's your history? Give me a little bit of give me a little bit of the flavor. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the Cliff Notes version here. So um, I've been in the dental industry since '99, so about 23 years now, right. um, with several companies, large and small. Um, started out actually selling toothbrushes for Oral B back when it was part of. Uh, Gillette Company, um, moved on and spent a good portion of my career, nearly half of it um, with uh, with 3M Company in a number of roles, uh, first in sales and then in marketing roles at the corporate headquarters in St. Paul, Minnesota. And nice then, um, yeah, very good company. Yeah. Yeah. Very good company. And then was uh, with uh, NSK in their handpiece business yeah. as they split it off from um, Brassler and started selling the branded product in the United States through distributors and moved my family from Minnesota to Chicago for that. Uh, a short stint with GC America, then on to uh, P&G, and then um, with uh, Prexion for the last two and a half years. And interestingly enough, how I got here was uh, my boss at one time at NSK was the global sales officer there, um, is now the president and CEO of Prexion. So he contacted me back in uh, February, actually it was January of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had a, a meeting at uh, the Chicago Midwinter um, back in February of 2020. And then everything closed down uh, <laughs> three weeks later. Or two and a half weeks later, so it was an interesting time, and actually joined the company in uh, at the end of April of, of 2020, kind of in the heart of the pandemic. So, yeah, very very interesting time to change jobs, but um, really happy I did so. Now um, it's a great That's company. A leap of faith. A really big leap of faith, yeah. But we we've done we've uh, we, you know it was it was a great great uh, confirmation from the company. They didn't want to wait; they wanted to bring me on board, uh, lead great. our sales efforts here in the U.S. So you mentioned, right? You mentioned from from Prexion, but NSK. Now, are, talk about their background. Now, NSK is a Japanese manufacturer of electric hand pieces, mostly, right? The future of fee for service dentistry is based in membership patients. If you need help starting your membership plan, or if your plan is too big for your team to manage, visit dentalmembershipdirect.com to set up your free membership growth solution demo with our team. Correct. That is correct. Yeah. In, in plant motors and a few other uh, small motors. electrics. Um, but we, yes. So um, the, the interesting statement right there is exactly what you just stated. So we are Prexion are actually also a Japanese manufacturer. We are a division of a company called Funai Electric Limited and Funai, Funai is spelled F-U-N-A-I and anyone can go Google and look it up. But basically Funai is uh, one of the world's largest manufacturers of flat panel uh, LCD televisions. And so as that, I mean, they don't, they don't use the Funai brand here in the United States. Of course, it's primarily an Asian brand, but they do have licenses for brands like Sanyo and Philips here in the U S 
And the, uh, the, the interesting thing is the company realized um, about 15 years ago now, actually a little over that, that uh, the, they were starting to commoditize that business, that the consumer electronics business was starting to, particularly in the televisions area, and that they wanted to get into some additional areas of imaging. So dental was one space the company entered, medical was another, and actually, believe it or not, we also sell technology to uh, airports around the world, to, to various, uh, to, to private companies and also to government agencies that do um, scanning and inspection at airports, for example. Okay. So the company, obviously the, the mother, the parent company, Funai, is, is a bigger company and they got into this. Now, what are some of the things that Prexion, is Prexion a straight CBCT manufacturer? Talk about what what your what your level of products are first of all. yeah so we're very unique in this industry in that we only manufacture comb beam or cbct nothing else so most of our competitors sell panoramic units um some of them also sell things yes. like hand, handheld x-ray cameras sensors yep. We don't have any of that. Um, and you could look at it in two ways. It's an advantage or a disadvantage. You know, it's a disadvantage in some cases that some of our our um, our, com- our competitors have the, the advantage of that they've already had some interaction with those dentists out there because they sold them some sensors, for example. Um, and we didn't obviously have an, uh, an opportunity to do that. With that said, it also is nice because all of our research and development all the dollars that we're pouring into it is for image quality of 3D comb beam. And so we can really specialize in manufacturing the best product out there and really hone in on that image quality. Um, you know, everybody's talking about comb beam becoming the standard of care. And uh, while I don't believe we're there yet, I do, um, I, I can say, I think we're heading in that direction. And as we go there, um, we're continuing to put additional resources toward making that technology ever better, increasing image quality, uh, increasing the usability of the devices. The Doc Sites provides affordable and effective websites for dentists with no long-term contracts, transparent pricing, and great customer service, starting at only $59 a month. They also provide optional online marketing packages to help increase your online visibility. For special offers, including up to 25% off your website setup, text fee for service to 818-489-9823. 818-489-9823. This is a limited time offer, so text now and lock in your savings and visit DocSites. For more information. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll throw in my two cents here because I can, right? I'm hosting the show. <laughs> uh, I think it is standard of care in implants and in oral surgery and, and in um, and in endodontics as well, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, you know, to me, it's not complicated. If the majority of endodontist specialists are using CBCT, we're held to that standard, general GPs, right? Mm-hmm. So, although it may not "quote unquote" be written, I think the handwriting's on the wall. And I think you got to look now at the other side, the lawsuits. So, if you're placing implants and you're doing it without having a certain amount of technology behind you, you may not be able to defend yourself because they're going to probably say, "Listen, this is standard of care." So, I think you're right; it's mm-hmm. not fully there officially, but I think you don't even have to read the tea leaves. It's there in in several disciplines, and you're crazy if it's not. Yeah. So. Uh, so since since you guys are focused on this, and what would you say 
what would you say is the biggest advantage then? Is it uh, your, I know, like, well, let me say this first before I ask that question. I know several people who have the Prexion product. I personally don't. Mm-hmm. And they swear by it. And in two parts, one, the quality, but two is the service. They will rave about the service. And yeah. I think that's always, to me, that's always the one thing I'm a little concerned with, though. If a company has one product, I get a little little bit anxious, like, okay, what if, like, the money doesn't go into here, it doesn't go there, or we're going to start cutting our service down, you know, because it's, mm-hmm. it's a lost leader, quote-unquote. Talk about what you guys as a company commit to both those parts. You talked a little bit about the quality of the image. Talk a little bit about now the service, too. Yeah, so it's interesting because you've actually touched on two of our three pillars of our foundation. Our foundation is image quality, service, and education. So when it comes to plugs, man, you already had it. Yeah. So when we come to service, uh, we really it's really about the entire experience. So we realize this is a major investment. I mean, you know, 90, 99% of dentists have to get a loan for the purchase. So it's it's a major installation. And uh, it starts right at the very front end with good communication with the office during the sales process extends to uh, a full day of installation. So one of our competitors is an example, which will remain nameless. Um, their, Their baseline training is a Zoom training. And, you know, while that might be fine for 30 minutes of an hour, an hour for some preliminary stuff, we do not want to sit with someone for six to eight hours and teach them about comb beam without sitting in front of their unit and showing them um, how to how to use it. It starts with, uh, you know, with acquisition, proper acquisition, p- patient placement in the in the unit itself. Um, gets into uh, very, very specific uh, information on software manipulation, use of the software, um, and, and how to actually read a scan. Uh, and one of those things that, you know, like anything else, riding a bike, what have you, we always talk about, you know, it's going to take a little more time at first, but trying to help that dentist get through and understand the best way that they can use it um, with all of their patients, because we really recommend using that from, from, for on every single patient, taking a scan on every single patient for the first, at least the first six months of ownership. Um, the other part of that service is um, whether a dentist likes it or not, just like your car, you're going to have a relationship with that company for your entire ownership period. For most dentists, we think that's going to be between about eight and 12 years. So with 10 being around a, a very close average. So, we so give hold on, hold let's, let's say that one more time. Sure. Because so, I think a lot of us are used to a three to five year cycle, right? Like that's it. Yes. So talk about what you just said right there is an average of 10 years is what you're sort of expecting mm-hmm. the technology or the or the use of the machine to at least be. So now, yeah, yeah this product is made seventy thousand dollars. You you say over ten years, okay. What does it cost yep. me? You're amortizing you that. Yep. yep, absolutely, absolutely. So so that eight to ten year period, we want to make sure that you get the most of obviously of that investment. And so you know, it, it's it's the little things and the simple things. But just to, just to give you an example here, we have a technical hotline that we operate between the hours of eight a.m. and eight thirty p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, five a.m. and five thirty p.m. Pacific Time. Two shifts that work in the office that are doing nothing but answering questions. And the interesting thing here is the technicians 
answer the phone and they're the same person that can help you. So um, 99% of calls are answered by the second ring. One of the most amazing statistics that I like to leave with, with, with people is back last year in 2021, we had about uh, just over 2,800 calls, unique calls that came into our, uh, our hotline of that number um, less than uh 6% actually required an on-site visit. So 94% of the time, those calls where we were able to go into, remote into that computer workstation, find the issue, even if we weren't able to find the issue immediately, um, work on it, come back to that customer within a very short period of time, makes for a very uh, thorough and fast experience for the customer. Um, typically an assistant is calling us from the office. We know their time is, is valuable as well. We want to get them on the phone, find the issue, the source of the issue, correct it and get them on with their day. So we really pride ourselves in that. Um, we don't charge extra for uh, follow-up training as an example, which many of our competitors do. So there's a level of service that we provide. And if we do have to come out into your office, let's say you're one of that 6% where there is a, a hardware part that needs to be replaced, um, we will get out there within 48 hours, within two business days. So it, it, it really, it's, it's not just, uh, it's a pillar of us, but it's also what we live by. And I, I, I'll tell you, from, I think from the perspective that because we have a limited product line, it really allows us to provide that level of service that our competitors just aren't able to do. And so it, it really, for, for us, that's that's probably the number one differentiator that you'll see most customers talking about, especially if you Google, for example, something like Prexion uh, customer service or Prexion service, um, you'll see the, the, the by and large, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna promise 100% that every comment's gonna be positive, but I'm gonna say by and large, you're gonna see almost entirely positive comments. So, so walk me through it. Cause I mean, we have five offices, we have five different, well, we have two different CBCT companies, mm -hmm. but we have one in each office. So, and they're at one office for some, for some reason, we seem to have more troubles than the other ones. But, um, and that one we had, we had moved in and when we read when we remodeled. So, so walk me through it. Right. So I'm, I'm going and I'm not my image, something's not happening. I'm not either getting the image. I'm not getting the patient. It's something is happening in the software. I pick up the phone. I call Prexion. Just give me a, give me a flavor of what happens the moment that phone call is picked up by a technician. The moment that that phone call is picked up, we're going to verify who you are. We'll ask for a, a verification, doctor sure. name, telephone number, and then we're going to ask some some questions. We're going to allow the explanation uh, to be to be given regarding the the issue. Um, we're going to ask some very pointed questions about that to try to come to the source of it. Sometimes if we can't over the phone, we're going to ask to remote in initially, immediately into the computer so we can see. If that's what, they're that talking was, about, that's what I was, one of my questions. You're going to be. Yeah, if they're talking scatter. about scatter, we want to see what they mean because scatter obviously has a, yeah. can, you know, it's a broad term and can mean a lot of different things. And so we will remote into that computer and start looking at those images. Um, sometimes the issue is very obvious as it being like a setting. And while we're remoting in and looking at that computer and 
that assistant is kind of following along with watching the mouse move on its on its own or from ours as we control it, um, basically we'll, we can find what that setting is and correct it. There will be times though, however, that there is nothing that is obvious initially. And what we will ask for is permission to stay remoted into their scanner, into their acquisition computer and do some more research on it. And typically most of our customers are okay with that. We will we'll provide that. Um, that allows that assistant to get off the phone, get back on with their day. And once we find it, we will um, call that office back and provide some uh, information about what the issue was, give them a follow-up um, on, on the fact that we either solved it or we're going to need to do X or Y based on what we just saw and, and solve that problem later. If there is an, indeed a hardware issue, like I said, and we'll tell them we aren't gonna be able to solve this today, we're going to need to send a technician out there and we will confirm that the office is open in that two business day, if it's like a Thursday or Friday, are you gonna be open the following Monday or Tuesday, for example, and then schedule uh, time for that technician to come in here. Understanding that, you know, this comb beam, um, just as the title of tonight's podcast is, you know, going through the 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 fact that that this is something that you're using yes. to, you know, diagnose patients. You need to have access to it. You need at to all have time. it on. Yep. Needs right. So making sure that we can get into that office as quickly as possible, um, replace the part, and get the practice back to normal normal operation. I'll give you I'll give you an example. Of one that's happened to us a couple times. I took the image, right? So the image was, uh, we'll call it refining. And then I went to, to pull up the image and it was gone. Mm. Like that that's happened to us a few times. So yeah. that means you get yeah. on the phone call, they, they, they will come in the system and, and sometimes they'll have a, a backdoor way to get to the data and, and retrieve it. It's not lost, although you can't access it easily, stuff like that. So those yeah. that's some real-time issues that we've had. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. No doubt. And, and so a lot of them too is, you know, is uh, um, uh, we actually have at our, at our office in San Jose, where we're headquartered, right by the airport in San Jose, California, we've got each of the scanners. So sometimes we're not real sure exactly what that is. Our technician can literally go out to one of the scanners, take a scan and, and um, try to replicate the conditions at the office explained and and oftentimes that'll be enough to figure out exactly what happened so it's, it's pretty nice i mean we're we're literally um in in real time working with that customer to solve the issue and that's that's the number one job of our technicians um one of the interesting things i think is uh i you know go out and work at the office i'm, I'm based in the eastern u.s but but do go out there um obviously every couple of months and so it's interesting but a lot of people would think that phones are ringing off the hook and i think that the thing i would leave is the product is really well made um i'm not saying that that no one will ever experience a problem because that's just not true. But I'm saying that the, that there's probably less issues that a lot of people would think about. And there were times where we're not getting a lot of calls and it's like everything in, in life. You could have a few calls come in in one hour and then nothing for uh, several hours after that. So yeah. it's uh, it's somewhat sporadic, but the product is really robust, well-made, well-manufactured. And one of the other interesting things about it that I tell people is when they see it come in, it comes in on two pallets. So it comes into the office and a lot of doctors kind of have wide eyes like, 
what's going on. It's not something that we're putting up two or three pieces and boom, the thing is together in, in 20 minutes or a half an hour. I mean, literally, we know that they don't travel that well. We don't want something that has to be calibrated and make sure that it's running properly. Um, so we prefer to ship it with panels that are not yet assembled, assemble everything in the office. Yes, it does make for a longer installation. Typically on our base model, that would be three to four hours and our, our larger field of view model, uh, six to upwards of eight hours. So it's a full day installation, but we can we can tell you that by doing it that way um, and, act and actually then completing calibration that we see much more success than if we had it in a, a, a shipped in a partial um, build status kind of thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So let's, uh, we kind of, we kind of jumped right to what I was thinking was going to be the middle part of this, but let, oh, let's go okay. back to, to, uh, let, let's, let, let's talk to the person who, okay, you've seen posts, people talking about CBCT. Let's talk about the, the topic, right? Using mm -hmm. the imaging to enhance your diagnostics. Talk a little bit about some of the pros, uh, the, the positives, of the enhanced image? Well, I, I think the biggest thing is, is when you see something in three dimensions, our machine is taking essentially 512 separate scans, and then those are what makes these three-dimensional images. And so when you're actually scrolling through and using it, the software to manipulate the images, you're quite literally looking at the slices on a one-by-one -one basis. And that allows you to actually go through that image in a three-dimensional manner that you would never be able to. And so probably one of the biggest things that doctors notice right away is endo, um, abscesses, infections, um, MB, missed MB2 canals, things of that nature happen all the time. And I always like to tell doctors, if you like doing endo, um, you're going to have more work than you ever imagined. And if you don't, you will become your endodontist's best friend. Um, so it really is something that, uh, you know, that from that perspective, to be able to see the roots in that three-dimensional manner is just vital to, to being able to see things. Many times these infections wouldn't be realized or wouldn't be felt for that patient for a long time, sometimes years. Um, and so you're going to be able to see them, obviously, much, much earlier when there are a lot more treatment options available to that patient. And so that's a big thing. Um, perio. Let me, let me back that up. Okay. Uh, there are times when I've taken, you know, a person comes in, they've got pain. You can maybe localize it 13, 14, let's say. Mm -hmm. Take a PA, you take a bite wing. You're like, geez, I don't see any widening PDL and. You know, and, and sometimes you're, maybe your angle's not ideal. But even if it is, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't know, it could be sinus. You start thinking of all these different variables. and But then if I take a CT, I'm like, oh, my God, there's a huge area. It's It, it pops out to the point where you're like, I can't go back. Like once you see that technology, you can't go back and say, well, I'm just going to deal with, you know, I'm going to deal with – um Okay, you have an HG, HD TV. I'm going to go back to put rabbit ears up, and I'm going to use a, a, a tube TV, and I'm going to be looking at stuff that I, I can't see the clarity. You know, mm -hmm. it's 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 a game changer. So go ahead. It really is no, and I think I think you know you know whether we're talking about endo 
perio or then moving into implants, you know, one of the nice things that you're able to do is take measurements. And these measurements are true one-to-one, again, because of the three-dimensional nature of the image, where where now there's no calculation necessary. You're able to measure the depth of a root, um, the width. Yeah, there's no um, magnification, no 10% magnification or whatever. Exactly, exactly. For implant dentistry, as you know, when you're, you know, you, you have the ability to to map the nerve, to map the mandibular canal. And and when you're doing that, you know, enabling yourself to measure properly to stay, you know, that minimum two millimeters, three millimeters from that canal. And when you're placing your implant um, and obviously choosing the right size implant and, and the entire process that goes along with that um, in terms of, uh, you know, whether you want to use a laboratory and we work with some now that actually also we can send the images directly from the software. Um, and then to, to, to actually produce a surgical guide, or in some cases now, even um, utilizing the, uh, the 3D printing technology, them to send an STL file back to the office and then printing your surgical guide right back in the office um, right there. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the, 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 the technology just allows for a level of productivity and, and assuredness in the, in the, um, the diagnosis, in, in what's being seen that that's really uh, um, second to none, as you know. And and one of the things we get a lot, I mean, it, it's, it's funny, but I mean, I've been to enough of the education seminars that we sponsor to know that there are a couple of questions that come out very frequently. And one of them that's, that's, that comes out a lot is, you know, I've never had this. I didn't learn in school. Okay. We use pens in school, yeah. did not, did not learn the technology. I don't have 30 minutes, for example, to analyze a scan and understanding that, um, but but also understanding that like anything else, we will help teach you how to move through, how to manipulate that scan properly. And when you see something to stop and then isolate that tooth and take a look at that tooth in more detail, you know, again, keeping in mind, you've got your, you can look from an axial view from, from, from top to bottom, from a front to back coronal view and from a side to side sagittal view. And so you have all of these different looks and some of it is just as simple as learning the, the buttons on the mouse, on the software to kind of to kind of click and find and point and choose and 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 isolating exactly you know what you need to do. So we get that we get that a lot and saying okay, it isn't going to for number one, it's not going to be thirty minutes. But number two, as you get better at it, um, it's that level of diagnostics that's just going to help um, because you know it, it's it's from from the revenue perspective. Obviously, there's a lot more that you're going to be able to see that you don't see now. It's as simple as that. But yet having that tool there also from a treatment planning perspective and then utilizing it with patients because patients can look at a pan or uh, uh, bite wings and they really have no idea what's going on there. There's just there's just no depth to that image at all. When they look at comb beam and then there's obviously a 3D rendering, which is also um, uh, generated from from all of our companies, not just not just Praxion, but but all of them have that. And they see that skull floating around. And like, is that me? Yes, that's you. And and then being able to show them in that three dimension, three dimensional look, what um, you know, what's wrong and pointing out what a potential treatment option might be. It's just it's really powerful. And so, you know, we, we, we like to do that. And, you know, the other part of that, too, is, you know, the, 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 the pathology and the diagnostics portion of it. You know, while we as a company can train how to manipulate software, 
I'll be honest, we, we cannot train. We're not, um, we're not licensed dentists. We're not going to train you specifically on what you're looking at. And there we partnered with it. We partnered with a company um, called CBCT Readers. And basically they do both education as well as interpretation reporting. And we provide um, that customer with um, you know, eight hours of AGD pay CE that they get along with their scanner that they can take at their leisure and learn um, various pathologies, sinus pathologies, and 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 you know it's 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 really it's it's nice because it's self-paced. They can take it as they need it, and then discounted interpretation reporting for their first year of ownership. So mm-hmm. if you don't know what something is and you've researched it, send it out. Have someone take a look at it. Uh, an oral maxillofacial radiologist take a look at it and give their opinion. Well, you know it's interesting. I'm going to ask you a little more specifics. Okay. Okay. So I got a patient missing 19 and 20. The 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 inferior alveolar nerve comes up around 21. Mm-hmm. So not really a concern. I bring them in for a scan. I want to I want to do the surgical guide. Talk talk a little bit about what those steps would be like. I take the scan. Mm-hmm. Now what would you say would be happening next? You take the scan. Um, I would spend a little bit of time mapping the nerve. Um, okay. It takes, honestly, about 20 seconds. We are working on some AI technology that would potentially do that for the doctor. We've got to make sure that it's obviously it's good technology. But but for now, you, you map it yourself. So mapping the nerve, just, just I, I'm going to go a little bit. So if you say mapping the nerve, like I'm going to use what we do, you you get the right view so you can see that canal on that on that bone mm-hmm. and you see that little river running through there yep um you have what two options a manual or an automatic or what what do you have so we have a manual and basically what you do is you draw points within that and then the huh. line fills in behind it um if you need to scroll kind of on a on a finite basis to yeah. to expose the that nerve that canal a little bit better you can do so and just kind of scroll and drop your points in and then the nerve is going to be mapped for you and again that process takes five to ten seconds mm-hmm. generally speaking it's very very quick and the nice thing about it is if you click out of that view most doctors will do that in a sagittal view or the side view yeah. um, if you click out of that view you have it in all th- all of the other three views, yeah, which is really uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really nice. And so then, so you're doing that. Then the next step would generally speaking be to take some measurements um, to 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 measure, um, you know, wh- what your space looks like the, to help you kind of determine what size and or shape of of uh, implant you need um, after you've taken your measurements and you can leave the measurements on the screen and save them right there, then you can use our implant library. And our implant library, for example, has about 6,000 total implants in there from hundreds of manufacturers. Um, I always tell doctors, if you can't find your implant in there, give us a call. We'll, we'll find it. We'll go to the manufacturer and we'll drop it in. Um, basically, uh, most of the manufacturers, um, the information is not so proprietary that they won't actually give us the actual implant. And so then you drop that implant in there. Um, you can angle it, you can move it around to where you like it. Um, and then you can take that image and then, and actually upload that directly to a lab. You can either save that into a zip file and send it to your own lab, or we have a couple partners that we have direct access through our software that can be sent directly to those labs. And they will, again, like I said before, they'll either, um, they'll either 
design and and complete that surgical guide and ship it back to you, uh, generally speaking, within a week. Um, or uh, if you want to do it yourself, charge you a smaller fee for just designing the uh, the STL file and designing the guide, and then send that file back to you, that STL file, which you can print uh, the surgical guide at your own office on your own 3D printer. So if you've okay, got so that you've technology- you take you take your image, mm-hmm. you literally paint in where the where the nerve is, mm-hmm. then you take the proposed. Let's say you're going to use a four by eleven point five implant system ABC. So you're going to use ABC implant four by four point one by eleven point five. You're going to put it into the sites. You're going to have, you know, all, all the measurements laid out in terms of, okay, four to five millimeter distal to 21, what have you. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to drop them in and you're going to be able to play with the alignment and make sure that the teeth that are going to result are going to be in the right spot. So you're finishing with the end in mind. Then at that point, you got what you want. You're happy with it. You then send that file to either a lab or a company, you said? Yeah, generally speaking, a lab or a company, um, and then that file um, uh, basically gets uploaded on their end. They have a designer that looks at the file, makes sure that what they're look that you are looking at matches up. Um, probably the number one issue that we hear sometimes is the bone, right? The density of the bone and taking a look at at that, and making sure that the bone looks good itself. Um, grafting is not necessary, that type of thing. Um, but if it matches up, what they're looking at is what you would, then that's when they're going to design the guide directly off of the image that you sent them and then send that back to you. And they really like our images because our images are so clear. I mean, we talked about image quality, but um, it, it makes it the clearer your image, the better your the image quality of your comb beam, the easier it is for your lab to design a, a, a very um, usable and, and workable solution from a guide perspective. And and uh, so that's that's a, that's kind of how that that whole process works. And the nice thing about it is we tell doctors go into the software if you want to use the companies that we have uh, what we call bridge software to that allows them to link directly to ours. You can do that to one time setup. Basically, your information is in there and then you just put that patient's information in there, add a couple quick lines and and literally within a couple of minutes um, you've sent that off to them right after you see that have seen that patient. You don't even have to come back to it. So it's really, really easy um, being able to do that. Now, you don't have to do it that way. Some doctors may want to take a look at that case a little bit later before they send it. And you always have that option of going back there. And the nice thing is the software saves all of the information in there unless you ask it to delete the information. So if your measurements are wrong and you want to start over, you can always do that as well. But let's say you've got them where you want them, and you, you've got you've got it on your image the way it is. And like, well, we have our own lab, right? So can we send that to our lab to make our own guide mm-hmm. from that? Absolutely, absolutely. So the nice thing is these are DICOM files, DICOM. and okay. they're DICOM files, and that DICOM file. Um, is a consistent DICOM file across multiple company platforms. And the other nice thing about Prexion, a lot of people don't know or realize, we're, we're not a proprietary system. We're actually an open platform. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even, even going back to different management softwares, 
Um, we have Twain software that can actually talk back to that. Um, a lot of dentists are moving with uh, moving into Open Dental because it's such a nice, simple, easy to use platform. We're completely compatible with Open Dental, for example. But you know, depending on the the, the simplest trick is just basically a right click of the mouse, a save of that file into. Um, Either, either onto your computer that you can go into a zip folder and then actually zip that folder to uh, to the lab or even internally, as you mentioned, within your office there. Um, or we also have the ability to burn it to a disk or onto a USB flash drive. So a lot of different options. And those are, those are also nice because not only are they for your lab, for example, if you want that, but if you want to send that image, for example, to a specialist to take a closer look at um, you know, periodontist, prostodontist, et cetera, you can do that as well. And when that that image saves, it actually saves with the version of our software. Now it's not going to have the implant library on it, so they can't drop an implant on it, but they can still manipulate the image, move it around, take a look at it, um, and give you either a second opinion or, uh, or a, you know, a, a confirmation that what you're looking at is, is what they agree with and your treatment plan is in agreement with them. Okay, so we talked about uh, the diagnostic component. Now, the revenue component, you hit on that a little bit because you said you're because you're diagnosing and you should be diagnosing more because you have more visibility of it on the images, the revenue naturally is going to follow because there's more treatment needed. Correct. Are there, are there other components to the increase in the revenue part? There is, I, I think, you know, um, the natural portion is what what was just mentioned there. But I think the other thing, and this is a key, is utilization of those images with the patient. So, um, you know, a lot of doctors, and I, and, and to me, I don't really care whether you you have a consultation room or you like to do your consultations chairside with the patient. But um, a lot of doctors um, that have had the most success with it will say, will say to us that, you know, where I have that image, I bring the computer, the, you know, I, I'll, I'll actually pull maybe they have, they have up their ceiling or they'll turn the, the patient around, show them the images, share the recommendation, share and point out what they're looking at. You know, a couple of, of quick, uh, pointers, this is left, this is right, this is what I'm looking at, orient them a little bit, um, you know, uh, anatomy of the tooth very quickly, you know, enamel pulp dentin kind of thing. And then, and then really mention to that patient, this is what's going on. And this is why I'm recommending what I'm recommending. Um, it's so much more powerful than just that sitting there talking to them in the chair, where they really have no idea what you're talking about at all you've not shared anything with them i mean we're all visual and visual learners for the most part and that just really helps to to cement that in there um like i said that that 3d rendering that's that's the the skull if you will um really helps the patient to orient to and see you know and and sometimes even the previous dental work they'll see in there and you can find some very unique things impacted wisdom teeth obviously that type of thing but um it, it's really Really an interesting um, uh, case study in terms of being able to utilize that. Um, and and some, some doctors will pair that image, those 3D images from their Prexion comb beam with an intraoral scanner. And then the side-by-side -side is a great one-two treatment recommendation punch, so to speak, to show that patient um, this, is, this is what's going on. 
And this is why I'm recommending what I'm recommending. And I had one doctor, um, and I, I thought this was kind of interesting. He does some speaking for us. And he he'd mentioned uh, in one of his lectures, I think something to the effect of the average treatment acceptance upon the first time that a dentist mentions it in the United States is around 30 to 35 percent. His um as in his practice, yeah. he's saying is about 75 to 80 percent. And the only difference, he said, is he utilizes his interoral scanner and his comb beam to make those recommendations, those, those, the, and, and to actually utilize it to show the patient what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, that's, I think, a, a really powerful way. Um, you know, you know, if you're if you're recommending endo treatment, for example, here's an adjacent tooth that's normal, and here's what's going on in this particular tooth, and and pointing to it and and showing them why that's not supposed to look like that. And many times, like, what's that bubble there? And you know, and you explain it, and and the patient really gets a very good feeling for what's going on. Um, and they don't want future pain. Nobody does. So they're, you know, m- many times are going to be willing to take that treatment recommendation based on, on those images. Yeah. I'll give you an example. I had a patient in about six months ago and, uh, he was having some vague pain and it was his second time in, in the last three months with the same issue, looked at the x-rays from three months ago, took new x-rays, PA bite link, see nothing. I said, well, I'm going to take an image because I still think it's this tooth. It was 14. Take the CT and there's a large area. And, and then I'm like, I got to show you this. So I, I, at this point, I can bring it. I have the ability to put it into my treatment rooms or I can bring the patient out to the, to the scan where, where we took the CT. Uh, in this situation, I think I brought it in, but I showed him. I said, see, see this? This was nine months ago. Nothing. See this? This is today. If I look at this image alone, I'm going to say nothing. I'm going to be talking to you about your sinus or your occlusion or something. See this image over here? See this big dark circle? You can see it in the middle. It comes right out of this. Look at this on these different angles. You're like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like, I go, it's a no-brainer. When you see this, this is why you're having a problem. This is what your problem is. This is what will fix your problem. We get the diagnosis now. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's not, you know, the, the pain and the symptoms are not, you're not crazy. It's there. This shows it to us. And it really, it really drives it home when they see it. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And I, and I think, you know, for a lot of specialties too, I mean, you know, from, from endo, perio, you know, de- depending on what you're doing for implant dentistry, I, I absolutely recommend it because I say, you know, it, it, it puts some context to what you're doing, right? The patient's making a major investment in their oral health with the, you know, with you putting an implant in and, uh, and, and so, you know, show them, show them what that's going to look like. It's kind of interesting for them to look at what the implant will look like obviously before the before the implant surgery so it's a it's it's just a it's just a, a powerful way to engage them in their own treatment and i and, and i think that's that's you know the way that you're going to get more treatment plan acceptance uh in general yeah and you're having a dialogue now you're not speaking at you're not speaking to you're speaking with a person so it's a it's a different it's a different level of communication you know, you have a true kind of partnership. So yeah. it's, it's a picture's worth a thousand words, sometimes even more. And I think that holds true. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. And one, one, I'll give you one little example of, we, we talk about revenue and, and obviously, you know, from, from uh, a perspective of the dental practice, you have different procedures and obviously certain procedures have higher revenue potential and certainly higher margins than others. But give you an, a, an example, the number one reason we get from dentists as to why they're purchasing a comb beam is because they're beginning to do more implant dentistry. Um, and they're getting to the point where they realize it's very, very crucial to have a comb beam in that practice so that you can you can utilize it for your implant dentistry. But it's interesting, a lot of times we'll get to that office, we'll do a training, and I went to one early on in my career with Prexion, and I'll never forget, the doctor had basically stated just he is going to train along with his two assistants. That's it. We don't need anyone else in the practice. We don't need the the, the office manager there. We don't need the two hygienists that work in this office. Um, but then he started looking at some of these images that were being taken. Um, and, and one of them where there was a, a very, very real and present um, infection um, endo infection with, with his, one of his assistants. And he said, you know, I should probably take this with every single patient, shouldn't I? And I laughed and our trainer laughed and we're like, yes, <laughs> yes, you should. And uh, so we brought at that point, he stopped, he went and got everyone. When you're finished with your patients, please come back in here. Um, I would like them, I would like you to learn how to use this technology because he was a believer in, 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 in the messaging that we're trying to get out there, which is, you know, utilize with this with every patient um and then certainly after you've taken a scan on every patient all of your new patients uh should receive a scan as well because you just you know you're going to see a lot more um and, and you know we we get those questions too a lot about well what about radiation and we have a lot of ways and a lot of things we talk about with that but one, one of my favorites on that is you know our standard scan our most common taken scan with our excelsior model which is our main model is a 10 by 8 Standard scan of a 10 by 8 is 10, 10 centimeters by 8 centimeters in the field of view. Um, that scan is approximately 78 microsieverts of radiation. If I jump on a flight from New York JFK to LAX, that flight, and I'm sitting near the center of the plane on the aisle, let's say, uh, is going to generate about 40 microsieverts of radiation in my body. If I return back to New York JFK, I will get another 40. So you can see one scan is equivalent to a round trip cross country flight. And how many people take those several times a year, um, even several times a month, depending on some of the road warriors out there. So it's, it's, uh, it's really, um, it's not a big, you know, the, this, the, the amount of radiation, a lot of people get confused with hospital CT or mammograms or things of that nature, which are a thousand percent and 300% higher in terms of radiation delivery. It, it's just not a, a, not a factor uh, for the type of image and the image quality that you get. Okay. I got two final questions I want to ask you. Mm -hmm. You talked about the software and the use of AI. What kind of software or how often does the software update? What are some of the things that are happening on the software side? Because I find that's that's one of our challenges is always something something in software is, is, is a glitch. But talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so good question. So we have a, uh, a proprietary software that comes with our, um, our Prexion scanner called Prexion 3D Viewer. And we'll have periodic um, uh, updates 
that would require we can sometimes push them out when the when the morning system check happens especially if it's small sometimes we have to uh, communicate and inform them to give us a call or let them know let the customers uh, know that they should um, come in for a more a more in-depth um, or come in call in for a more in-depth um, software upgrade or update and so that type of thing is happening in fact we're working on one right now where we have our um, um, CPR which is clear curved planar reconstruction mode essentially allows a doctor to plan in the same mode as a panoramic which of course would be in a curved mode as you would look at a panoramic so we're making some updates there now we're very close the beta testing has already uh, been completed um, and we're ready to roll that out so we will be communicating communicating that back to to the doctors, um, to our customers, and letting them know um, that they need to, to schedule time to come in and we can, or to, to call us, and then we can download that software directly onto their computer. So, um, you know, we like to be very flexible. Offices are busy. We're not going to tell anyone you have to do this uh, or, or, or actually tie up your scanner at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Monday when you're very, very busy. <laughs> Some emer emergency patient just came in, you need to scan that patient, that type of thing. So we try to be as flexible um, as we possibly can with those kind of upgrades. And there's not a lot of them. And sometimes we try to also group them together. So if there's a couple that are, you know, or two or three that we can pull in together, we'll group those into one type of, a, of, a, of an upgrade. The other nice thing about Prexion, you know, we do a 10-year all-parts warranty. Within that entire 10-year warranty period, there is no charge for software upgrades. So any software upgrade that we bring we, we, we bring out is free of charge to the Prexian customer. There's uh, and nothing, that's, the, that's actually very different than most of our competitors. There's nothing in the marketplace that has a 10-year warranty. Yeah, and that's and that ten year warranty. I'll, I'll tell you what; it's funny. We we get that question a lot. How can you do that? You know, how can you do that? Why can you do that? Well, again, when you see the bit, when you see this being constructed in the practice um, from the ground up, and you can see our unit's very very heavy too. It's heavier than most of our competitors. Um, you know, when we're talking in the three to three to five hundred pound range, but when it goes up, it's robust. It is, it's so well-made. The panels are, are, are high quality, heavy duty. It's a little bit larger. Um, Size-wise, it's not, it's not going to take up more space. It's not going to rotate larger, but the, but the, but the base is a little bit larger than your average unit. And what, it's installed um, by Prexion people. That's installed by Prexion technicians. We always lead the, the installation and we don't leave until we have it properly calibrated. And all of that makes a difference to the to the extent that we can say hey we're happy it's our name on that on that mm -hmm. label we're happy to say that you know we're you're not going to have any issues and and if you do eight years down the road let's say your your sensor or your flat panel detector um goes out we are going to replace that for you we're going to stand behind it and replace that for you and that's a, a very expensive part as you know um so you know between that um or and and sometimes the x-ray tube which are a couple of them some of our competitors are going to are going to maybe um exclude those within that longer term warranty period we don't it's it's truly a 10-year all parts and so what i tell most well, doctors yeah, bumper to bumper. Most of your, most of the time, you know, we're going to get to a, a, a situation where within ten years, 
Um, the technology will have changed and shifted enough that you're probably going to be interested at that point in, in upgrading your unit. Um, one of the big changes that we've seen really probably in the last five to six years in cone beams is just these larger fields of view being available. It wasn't that long ago that eight by eight centimeters was the largest you could get. Now we're, we're upwards of, we, one of our models has a 15 by 16 single pass with no stitching. And some of our competitors have even larger fields of view that, that, that do have stitching. Um, you know, either horizontal or vertical stitching where the units are, or, the, or rather the images are kind of fused together. But with that being said, um, they, uh, there, there's just a, a, an ability within that um, time frame to really give your give yourself a lot of peace of mind. Because I know whenever, when anyone looks at a piece of technology, piece of equipment, um, I'd love to incorporate that in my practice, but I do not have time for issues and problems that could come with mm -hmm. that. And so we want to give them the peace of mind that, that it's not going to cost them a lot of money. And if there are issues that you're covered. Now, the next question, which I wanted to ask you earlier, because you talked about image quality. I know with a, let's say a camera, it's four megapixels, five megapixels, 13, you know, what, what do you guys, was it voxels? What, what do you use as your, determining factor for image quality and where do you guys stand with your competitors? Yeah. So that's a good question. There's two, two um, ways that we compare. One is the focal spot and the other is voxel size. And let's use the second first voxel size, which basically is a volumetric pixel. It's sort of an, it's sort of those two words tied together. Yeah. Voxel um, makes sense. Yeah. Voxel. So you, what you want to do is you want to make sure those are as small as possible. So our comparison is versus competitors in the same image type. So, mm -hmm. you know, we're comparing a, uh, like a, a 10, 10 by 8 field of view. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 10 by 8, for example, versus a competitor's 10 by 8. And we will, you know, Prexion, a like for like, is generally going to have smaller. And what does that smaller voxel size um, translate to? It translates to a very good image that is going to be reproduce the detail better overall, better sure. contrast, better, better image. The yeah. big thing though, is that focal spot. Most of our competitors use a 0.5 millimeter. We use a 0.3. Um, and the interesting thing here is it's not proprietary. There's no patents around that type of thing. Other companies could do it if they wanted to, but they generally choose not to because it's more expensive. So it has to be incorporated into the design by doing a 0.3 focal millimeter focal spot. You're actually heating up that flat panel detector. So you actually have to incorporate a fan into this design. All of these are additional parts, which costs a little bit extra to, to do. And so many companies just aren't willing to do that. We are, and we really focus strongly on putting that, that technology in there so that we can reproduce an image, which I think it really comes down to when the, when the doctor is looking at the image and you're, you're evaluating it, looking at that contrast between bone and soft tissue. And can I make things out? Can I see the border? That type of thing, you know, wanting to make sure that those images are as good as they possibly can. Um, you know, the software, the software being notwithstanding that, why are you purchasing a comb beam? First and foremost is going to be for the image and the image quality. And so those little things, those factors that go into the design of the machine and those specifications, smallest voxel size, smallest focal spot really do make for a better image uh, overall. Okay. So 
wrapping it up, what are some of the, um, so I was going to ask you this, but I think you've already answered it. If someone were to purchase a Prexion machine, they're going to get the 10 year, you know, womb to tomb, uh, bumper to bumper warranty, which includes all your software, all your updates, all your service and your service and how your services run, et cetera. Am I missing anything if someone is purchasing a, a machine? No, it's uh, it's it's going to be, a, you know, from the process perspective, that warranty begins on the date of installation and, and is going 10 years through that date. So it starts right then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the sales process, once that unit is installed and it's always led again by a Prexion service technician and typically uh, there's a second technician that comes in from one of our distributors. So they're doing it in tandem together, installing that unit on day one. Um, and then typically the next business day or sometime within the first week or two of that unit being installed, we're doing the full training. And the trainer is a Prexion employee, not a, not a W-2 um, or, or so rather a 1099, excuse me. They're actually on Prexion's payroll. So they are, um, they are, you know, and the nice thing about that is once they've completed that training, they're going to give their business card with their cell phone number to that office. If you've got some questions that occur in the next few days as you're taking your first few images, give me a call. Let me help you out. So it's a personalized level of service and support that we can give on that front end. Our sales team comes back in and establishes a relationship with that office because the way we look at it is it's, you know, obviously um, we're, we're not going to abandon you. We, we, we want to have a de- and develop a good relationship. We want you to be happy with your purchase so that you tell others because our number one um, most successful way of getting new customers is that referral from existing customers. Mm-hmm. And uh, please, if you're happy with your Praxion experience, tell your friends, tell your colleagues, you know, um, and, and, you know, makes our jobs easier and, and, and really confirms that uh, their friend made a good choice with that purchase. So, you know, it's, it's all part of that process, you know, even, even from after that day of installation, uh, rather, rather after the date of education, the, uh, the, 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 the CBCT readers package, where they can now go on their own leisure time and actually watch and, and learn a little bit more, um, from oral maxillofacial radiologists about diagnostics and what they're seeing and that type of thing is part of that as well. And then that ongoing dialogue um, back with with uh, with Prexion um, when something happens or we're there and, you know, um, uh, when things don't happen, we're still there. So that's the nice thing about it is your your um, your, your support, um, the the company is going to be providing. I mean, we are our, our goal is to become one of the top three um, Comey manufacturers in the United States, and we're well on our way to that goal. And again, a big part of that is um, the 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 reputation that we have developed as a company. Wonderful. Let's talk about the fun part now. For all our fee for service dentist podcast listeners, we got a special deal promotion. That's brand spanking new. You want to share it, or should I? I'll, I'll, I'll share it and then I'll let you, 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 you piggyback on it. So we, you know, the we're, we're, doctors always ask us, where do we go first? And one of the things then, and you can actually do this right on our website, um, there's an option to choose a free software demo. We love to show a little bit of how the software works, the types of things you can see. Um, we'll schedule for as much time as you have. We've got 15 minutes. We'll do 15. We'll do 30 minutes. We'll do an hour or even longer if you've got that much time. And then once that happens and you decide to move forward, you work on 
financing. We do we do sell through distributors, so we will will do some of the uh, the state pa- paperwork and work with them to to do uh, shielding plans if required and that type of thing. But um, but part of that is as we're looking at things, you know, we're going to get you a great price with a ten year warranty that we've we've spoken about. Um, but one of the things we want to do, and we're doing some kind of some special things for um, some companies that we really want to. Um, partner with and and, uh, and 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 you know do do well by their members, and that would be um, a a fee for service uh, discount code that would enable you if you purchase and install by December thirty first of this year um, to receive back a one thousand dollar Amazon or Target gift card. And obviously can be used at either retailer can use it for supplies gifts office gifts whatever whatever you want to do um but it comes back in the form of uh, of that of that thousand dollars a little bit easier from a, from that perspective for us as well as a company um as a rebate if you will and you can get that by when you're uh, having entering the initial conversation with us we're mentioning this promo code it's very simple it's ffs prexion 22 and I'll spell Prexion with the FFS. Prexion spelled P-R-E-X-I-O-N, and then the number twenty-two. So a total of twelve characters there. All right. So that's our that's our special addition to what's already going to be a great price. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, absolutely. Rob, thanks very much. I appreciate your time. You got a great company. Um, I've actually had a chance to meet. I'm not sure if he's your boss or the CEO. I had a chance to meet somebody in Nashville back a few years back with, um, was at a catapult meeting and I, I got to meet him. Nice guy. Okay. Interesting good. fella. So uh, it's a good company and, um, and, uh, I, and I'm not even a user, but I know friends of mine that have it. So they love it. Good. All right. So I'm going to put that in the show notes and your website, your last minute, is that P-R-E-X-I-O-N, Prexion? That's it. Simple as that, www.prexion.com. Simple as that. So nobody hijack your website. That's pretty good, man. Nope. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for having you. Thanks for having us. All right. Yeah. Thanks for for having me on. This has been good. I I appreciate uh, you letting me uh, tell a little bit about more of what we bring to the table. Really appreciate it. You made it very clear. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the fee-for-service dentist podcast. If you would like to share your fee-for-service story, please fill out our contact form at ffsdentistry.com. Also, be sure to join our fee-for-service dentistry Facebook group. For help starting your dental membership plan, visit dentalmembershipdirect.com and membershipmastercourse.com. Finally, for help with in-house financing, visit dentalfinancingdirect.com. And don't forget, your story is what you make of it. This is your name on the door and your reputation on the line. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time.